space where all the stars shine. Some hold greatness close, keeping out the cold, while others act as a lighthouse, telling stories untold. This is our responsibility as beings of all kinds, to search, to embrace, ride the waves and find all of our stars. This is Star Trek Bait. With Joshua's Lieutenant Canton, Kevin, Lieutenant Commander Kelvick, Chris, Lieutenant Commander Onal, and Tracy as Commander Vigrel. This episode, the officers find themselves delivering a mysterious cargo to the Klanon Empire. The year is 2314. It's been two, two years since you're running with the mysterious Onyx ship in the Farstall system. In the meantime, Vigrel has been promoted to commander, and Canton has been moved to counseling duties under Lieutenant Commander Joshua. I was waiting for you to finish, or am I supposed to? Und- I have Lieutenant Commander underline. Underline? No. It's all, it's, okay, when you see text and it's underlined, that means it's fill in the blank. Oh, so you got to tell me these things or I'll sleep right through. <laughs> okay. So, I guess now I'm under Lieutenant Commander um, Schlefnik. Really? Yep. I keep giving you guys these chances. Slep- you, you would learn by now. Slep- Slefnik? Slefnik. S-C-H-L-E-F. Our ship has more than one counselor? Yes. Well, they probably need that with a Kellerite first officer who's in charge of personnel. Yeah, and it's, this ship has hundreds of people. It's a big. It's the biggest ship in the fleet. It's the biggest ship in this whole region. It's even bigger than the, well any known card uh, not Cardassians. What are those? It's even bigger than any known Klingon ship or Romulan. Schlefnik. What is he or her? Um. I would assume Andorian with that kind of name, but I could be wrong. It's a weird Andorian. German, but... <laughs> a German Andorian? Could be. <laughs> Andorian? That's all you got? Well, uh, yeah. yeah okay. Makes sense to me. Andorian <laughs> counselor. Schlefnik. Okay. Uh, the last few years have been pretty quiet for the Federation. The Romulans have kept their word, and nothing has been heard from them since the treaty. Oh, yeah, while you were gone... Um, Onal, there was this horrible uh, battle with the Romulans. They tried to kill a bunch of people, and but it turned out that they killed no one. It was a trick. So then they formed some treaty, the Treaty of Al- Algeron, where Federation agreed to not research cloaking technology and the Romulans retreat inside their borders, not to be heard of for 70 years. But that just happened a few years ago. Um, exploration vessels have been reporting good things, Stuff with Klanons is going surprisingly well the last two years. It's Federation awesome time. For you guys, after leaving Space Station 137, it's headed toward the Dolores system, which is on the Klanon Federation border. It's a barren system that used to hold a Federation outpost to watch the neutral zone. But there's no more neutral zone since uh, Himmer. Because we're all friends now. We're all friends. Just going into the system as we start... Uh, give me context rolls. Big roll, don't give me one. Okay. You already know what it is, and it's 
been asked by the captain to be quiet on the subject. Gotcha. I'll tell you what it is in a second. What's everybody else got? Two. 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 You guys apparently don't have a lot of friends on the ship that tell you nope. things. Yep. Uh, you heard that we picked up something at the Starbase and we're just delivering it to some Klingons, which isn't too unheard of in the last ten years because we're all friends. Uh, once you get in the system, she does ask science to give her a scan of the system. So give me a notice, whatever you're looking for. The only thing you know about the system is it's barren. There's no actual like life here. Oh, goodness. Well, my notice is four, so that brings that up to a one. Oh, one. Yeah, that, there's planets. There's a star. <laughs> uh, that's the, the USS Eagle is... We, we notice it. <laughs> there's a Federation starship here. What? <laughs> now, what do you... Uh, how would you describe the system? It's free for you to describe. So, where, where is the system? It's on the Klanon Federation border. It's a barren system. There used to be a star base here. It got dismantled. How many planets? What kind of planets? All up to you. Um, so I would probably say there's four or five planets, but most of them, are, none of them have any life on them. Um, I would say there's probably like an abandoned lithium mine. Um, let's see. Maybe, I don't know, maybe raiders come in and out of the system periodically because it's far enough away that it doesn't bother anybody. Yeah, this system is kind of, it used to be right on the Federation side of the neutral zone. Now it's kind of in a non-official neutral zone because as politics go. Okay, you come in. Uh, this is where she would ask tactical. Uh, she's going to ask it anyway. I'm going to ask Tactical, where's the best place to park so we can easily be found yet still defensible? Some lieutenant is going to say, you know, around the orbit of the fourth planet because there's been reports of raiders, blah, blah, blah. So you guys are waiting around the planet for, I don't know, like 10 minutes. She hasn't really said anything. She's going to say, uh, Commander Vigrel, how long do you think they've been here? Uh, it's hard to say, Captain. Um, probably... 30 or 40 years. <laughs> Give me an empathy check. Huh. That would be that's, a one. That's great. You you didn't get what she was talking about, so that's good. Uh, you've been there for about 10, 20 minutes. Um, she's going to ask science, can I get another scan in the system? We are awful close to uh, clean on space. Uh, that is... Okay, cool. You still don't pick up anything. Um, you're not getting any of those weird readings of disturbances that would say like a cloaked ship or something. And she's going to say, uh, so Commander Vigrel, if some Klanon ships decloaked pretty close by, what would you do? I would probably go to Yellow Alert, but hell them. I mean, um, unless we're expecting Klingon ships... In which case, I would not take any defensive stance because we would be expecting them. Ah, okay. But unexpected, have... that might go to yellow alert. Interesting. We are actually expecting them. They're, uh, we're delivering some packages to them. We actually have a guest down in the brig. If you would be so kind as to take Lieutenant... Go get Lieutenant Canton and see if he can counsel some information out of him. 
Uh, science, yes, if you can keep... Uh, give me some scans of the system, just so we can make, find them if they try to sneak up on us. Okay, so you're going to go get uh, Canton? I go get Canton, and... Uh, counselor, let, we need to go have a conversation with a guest on the ship. Okay. Um... A rather uh, abrasive conversation, I would say. So I'm not mending an abrasive conversation. I'm starting one. Exactly. We're we're gathering information. Okay, let's go. Nice. You guys go to the brig. Um, you're gonna go in. There'll be two security officers at the door at attention, as is per usual. Uh, your brig is like a long hallway. And when I say long, I mean like maybe like. 30 feet long, not horribly long. And it has rooms on each side, like four or five rooms on each side. You're not really a prisoner-taking ship. It's not something you do a lot. But you go down. All the force fields are not active except for the one on the very far right. You guys walk up to the force field, and you'll see Commander Craig in his normal clean-on attire, which is, you know, all the black leather stuff. Mm. And you'll see him in the brig sitting down. <laughs> uh, and he'll be like, What do you want? Obviously, to talk to you. He's just going to eye you. <laughs> what about you, human? I see your mood has not improved from the last time that I beat you into a pulp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he laughs. He's going to stand up and get really close to the force field and look at you. Mm -hmm. And he expresses so many words as he looks at you. Mm -hmm. um, he's going to intimidate you to not speak such blasphemy. And you would almost think he has some kind of stunt where he can intimidate people no matter what situation he's in. Okay, so what sort of check am I rolling to defend? Uh, he's trying to make you um, cower in fear. It's a discipline. Uh, so it depends. Well, it depends on what you do. I don't want to make you roll. So he just stands up and growls at you. What would you do? I will spend a fate point to have a lot of faith in the shields. As a former engineer, I feel like you know, the intimidating and whatnot, but, you know, these are good brig shields. So that's the uh, aspect I'm putting on the scene. And I have confidence in them. So that, you know, as far as intimidating, um, I'm not going to be worried while I'm on this side of the shields. Okay, so you created those. Okay. Um, what kind of information are we trying to get from him? She just well, you told you to counsel information out of him. Very vague. Okay. He's he's growling at the uh, lieutenant. So I will wave my arms in front of him. I'll wave my leg in front of him. I will turn around at 360. And I said, still walking, still talking. Nothing's been permanently damaged. You're you're gonna dance around. Yeah, and just kind of show him how you know I am you know whole and you know free and not imprisoned and 
he is not those things. So it seems like as far as uh, things go, I'm winning. He's he's gonna laugh and say, "When I get out of here, I will break you." Okay. Um. I w- I want to try to provoke him into and revealing a social aspect about himself. Do it, Tellerite. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna be like, Craig, you were respected on Earth, but now you're in here in the position of a coward and a fool. Really nice. Do it. What do you What do you have to say for yourself? You know what's put you here. What do you got? Roll it. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Okay, let's see. I've got zero on the roll, uh, four plus two for my stunt, so six. Okay. You know what? I'm not even going to defend. It's to learn an aspect about him, right? Yeah. Cool, because he just got a new aspect since the last time you guys met him. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let that happen because he's going to remember that you did that. He's going to say, do I, do I know you? Who are you? If you knew me on Earth. I've been teaching there for years. Remind me who you are. I was, I was a student that went through your substandard classes. Substandard? If you survived, it's thanks to me. Wait, I don't know many Tellerites. I know, wait, are you the one that I beat up in the cafeteria because you're weak? I was young. I'm not ashamed to admit that. Mm. You don't know why I'm in here? Why don't you tell me? Are you afraid of telling me? Are you afraid of me knowing? (laughs) You push it, Tellerite. I might just break you like the human. I'm in here because one of your kind or one of your people in Federation have blamed me a traitor. Well, that seems harsh. You are many things, but... I wouldn't have pegged you for a traitor. That was that was the aspect you learned, Tracy. Okay. Suspected traitor to the Federation and Klanon Empire. That's why I'm in here. I'm I'm being taken back to the Klanons. And I suppose you want us to believe that that's not true. I don't care what you think. I'm already in here. There's nothing else I can do. That's for now. True. That's true. He's definitely not strong enough to pose any kind of threat now. He's going to punch the force field really hard. Give me a... Uh, actually, you put you put a fate point into it. You're pretty sure it can hold, but <laughs> like you're, you're really like 98% sure it'll hold. Because he's a Klingon, and he, it doesn't hurt, but you get the feeling he doesn't care. Oh, I'm sure not. In fact... You know, we could probably get some information if he uh, punched it a few more times and wore himself down a little bit. So, <laughs> um, I will uh, look at the uh, force field and say, "Wow, I didn't even see the uh, color change." That's uh, you've really let yourself go over the last few years. Is that why they suspect you of being a traitor? Because you suddenly got a lot weaker than you used to be? Really human. <laughs> he's he's going to lean down to your level because he is about seven feet tall. Oh, I remember. Yeah. And he's going to get really close, as close as he can before so he's going to whisper, when you let me out of here, I will hurt you. 
Actually, it's not a provoke. It's it's just it's not a provoke. It's a promise. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, but if you want, if you want human, I'll do a trade with you. Make them leave, and he's pointing to the guards. Uh huh. And I'll show you how weak I am. Okay, I uh, will look at the commander, and you know, Commander Regro, I obviously don't have the authority to ask them to leave, but you know, since we were sent here by the captain to get information, um, and do you think it'd be okay to uh, get some privacy with the uh, Klingon? I, I turn and motion for the security guys to wait outside. They'll look at each other and, and leave and walk outside. Thank you, Tellerite. If I was down there, I know a little thing about a couple more things about Klingons. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah, that would be useful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can speak Very the language, nice and I know uh, like Klingons absolutely detest being held prisoner. Uh huh. Mm. So he's uh, so he's he's gone. down. Yes. They're gone, and you continue to uh, be silent. Gain my trust, Patak. Really? <laughs> oh no, he did not. <laughs> I'm gonna shut off the force field. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, you are not. <laughs> Give me a uh, either a scholarship or a fight check. Tellerite, you can give me a athletics fight. I'm assuming you want to stop him, or there could be a fate point involved somewhere, maybe. Well, I assume since I created an aspect, I can <laughs> take it away. <laughs> yes. Okay. But um, I, I guess I'd still have to compete because he could probably turn it back on pretty quickly. There's so. a raging Klanon on the other side. I don't know how quick he can be. Quick enough. Well, I, I rolled a two on my athletics. Okay. I'm probably going to make use of my five fate points here, but we'll see what I roll for now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, let's see here. We could all use some help because, you know, secretly I just feel sorry for this guy. What there do you get? Go. I've only got a one, so I will... Uh, I'll offer you a fate point. Team Coconut. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a fate point for uh, for doing this. Okay. That'll bump me up to a three. <laughs> sorry, Tracy. I am, I am going to tap always on guard. <laughs> you do have that one, yes. And, and bump up to a four. All right, and then I will spend a fate point to <laughs> bump up to a five. I am tapping Team Coconut. Because, you know, I've been around these guys so long. I've been very dependent on them for so long. This is probably uh, very unexpected behavior for me. So I feel like be because active? we've been together so long, I've really kind of thrown him for a loop with this kind of action. No one's going to die from this exchange. Just, well, uh, yeah, no one's going to die. <laughs> the Klingon might. I may seriously have to whoop up on him. 
<laughs> You're hilarious. I love it. <laughs> okay, so... I have a stunt that helps me in combat now. What stunt helps you in combat? Oh, it's the um, Scrappy. Any, I get a plus one to uh, weapon oh. rating for each consequence that I have. Or not weapon, fight. Because it's unarmed. For uh, I have a stunt that helps me take more damage without dying. <laughs> Yeah, you guys will be... Hey, you guys are the best ones to fight a Klingon. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So, he, you guys are going to fumble at it. It's going to open up. He's ready because he's just fuming. He is going to just lunge for your throat. Give me a... Not for Canton's throat. For a six. Seven. Seven? How do you have a... Oh, no, wait. That's uh, physique. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, two. Okay, two. Okay. Um, Don't you have at least one in physique? He has like a five. Yeah, my physique's a five. Oh, okay. He is gonna grab but you. How by can the... you fall asleep so much? <laughs> <laughs> it, my that... athletics isn't so great. I'm always well rested and in great shape. I just can't actually do anything with it. <laughs> he is going to just grab you by the throat, hold you up, like just slam you up against the wall. Oh, you know what? This is great. I thought so. As he does this, he's going to tell at you, he's going to scream at you, we fight for honor. Do you agree to fight an honor battle with him? Am I able to speak with his hand on my throat? It's not really something you can speak. You can just, between me and you. I'm going to agree. Okay, so what happens is, um, you get a fate point, and he gets a fate point. Ah, okay, that. Yes, you guys fight for honor, and if anyone interferes, or they get an honorless coward aspect, there are social consequences placed on them. Okay. It's, it's a one-on-one -on -one battle, and it's to, sometimes to the death. It's never really said beforehand, you just kind of get a feeling of when someone should stop. But we'll Man, see I'm what not, it goes. I'm not interfering. Ken brought this upon himself. <laughs> And you know, everybody knows clean on fighting. Okay, he's going to go ahead and pay a fate point, the one he got for the killer blow, to add three. So that's five, eight, nine damage to you. So it was an honor agreed fight after he hit me? Yes. <laughs> All right. Because he's a clean on. Fair enough. And this one isn't to the death, just between me and you. So he got a nine. Yes. And I can only take one consequence at a time, right? You can take multiple consequences. Okay, I thought you could just take one in a physical exchange, but nah, I do it. You can max him up. That's the only reason Mike lived when the when the whale bit him is because we uh, took multiple consequences. Whale sure. bit him? Yeah. Well, it wasn't a it whale. It was a leviathan. It was a leviathan. <laughs> okay. That, that sounds a little scarier. Yeah, Leviathan it, don't um, like filter to eat. It was it was the uh, thirty damage. It was fun. So Joshua, what do you got for nine? I have a bruised windpipe and a black eye. Okay, cool. And uh, three physical stress. Cool. Your turn. All right. I am going to try and twist out of his grip and uh, twist his arm behind his back. Uh, at the okay, same. you're technically not 
in an aspect. I'm assuming you're trying to use physique just to put an aspect on him or something. I'm not sure which skill it would be, but yeah, basically just trying to put an aspect of uh, end. And I figure I can't really explain that unless I'm using some kind of judo hold. Yeah, if you're not doing damage, I would allow physique. Okay. So you're trying, because he has you flavor text held, but not like aspect held. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, only a four on that. Ooh. He has uh, five, six, seven. It's nine. Okay, so that didn't work. <laughs> okay, he succeeded with style. He's going to place on you the aspect of uh, reverse hold. Okay. Did you take a moderate consequence yet? I've taken a mild and a moderate, yes. Okay. We'll just do one more. Okay. He is going to take that reverse hold, and... No, he, yeah. He's just going to use it to grapple you. Because we all love grapples, right? Oh, yeah. Fond <laughs> memories of grapples and diplomacy. Okay, so that's a grapple of... Ten? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Okay. And uh... then... I defend with a zero. Okay. So I think that just means I grapple you and you take two damage because he's a, he has increased strength. Okay. Okay, so yeah, just two damage, but you're grappled. Okay. Vigril, would you like to do anything? Hmm. I, I'm going to do the honorable thing and not interfere. <laughs> nice. You get a plus two to any kind of defense. Canton. Uh, I'm going to try and kick behind me to try and kick him. Okay, cool. Give you a fight. Aha! A one. No. You sure? Because I actually do a lot of damage <laughs> if it hits. Uh, how much damage are you doing? Uh, at this point, I'll be doing four damage. Nice. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to defend. Okay. He will take four damage. Cool. And he will he will giggle. Mm-hmm. He's just going to push you up against the wall, throw you off. He's going to start laughing. Ha, ha, ha. I remember now. Weren't you that human that tried to bite my toe off? <laughs> That'd be me. Ah. I do remember you now. Here. Let's have a seat. I have, a, I have something to tell you. Okay. I will get up. I assume I have to spend a fate point to ignore consequences. What? Hey, ignore what consequences? What are you talking about? Uh, mild and moderate consequences for the rest of the scene. To ignore them? Yeah. Why do you Fourth want to? Ign- Why or do you want to? Done, are we done fighting? He's done fighting. Oh, okay. I'll sit down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do, you, do you want to keep fighting him? Well, yes, but my character doesn't, so... <laughs> you, have, you have earned his trust. You're no longer a patak. Good. He's going to say... What's going on for punching bag? I've been sent to uh, Kronos as a Uru, a traitor to both the Federation and the Klanon Empire. If I'm lucky, I'll be sent to Rurapinte. As I told you guys, as I told you... It's believed I'm a Romulan spy and have been giving information to the Romulan Empire. 
Before I was removed from my office, I made a big show about important information encrypted on a security isolinear ride. Romulan Patox, love that kind of thing. I know whoever it was couldn't resist getting it, and I know the only person who can decrypt it. If you could work with me, get the people you trust on, a, on the transport shuttle when my people get here, and I can take you to that person, and we can find out the real traitor who's trying to tear apart this alliance. That's all he's going to say. He's going to he'll walk back in his cell. All right. Well, um, since you uh, clearly you know, won the fight, do I have permission to uh, turn the brig shields back on? And oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, he's 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 going to walk back and just just stand there and be like, I I trust you to help me reveal who this spy and this traitor is. And he's actually going to try a rapport check. Okay. Uh, empathy? Yeah, go ahead and roll empathy, guys. Okay. Okay. One. He got a four. You're... Yeah. Well, I'm rolling I before... Got a, I got a four if he's, telling the tr if he's trying to tell the truth. Okay. Uh, he's... I'm either rolling rapport or deceit. Uh, Vigro, you're convinced he's telling the truth. Okay. Someone did set him up, and he does believe he can find out who it is. Uh, Canton... Mm -hmm. You're, you feel he is not lying at all. He is, he. This is real. Okay. And he's he's gonna sit down and whatever. Now, as a GM note for mm -hmm. you guys, mm -hmm. you it can be just you guys can decide to help him and not tell other people, or you can tell your coconut people, or you can not tell coconut people, or you can not help him. I'm not leading you in any way or shape or form. It is up to you guys. So don't feel like I'm trying to get all you four guys to do it. If you do, that's great. But if not, I mean, I have things for that. So just do whatever your characters would do. Okay. Well, I'm going to walk out of sight of the Klingon. Hopefully Vigro walks that way too. And then I am going to very quietly tell him that the next time we do a diplomatic discussion with a Klingon, could you please bring the Vulcan down instead? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. And I didn't think I was going to get any information out of him any other way than by getting beat up. Well, I, you took one for the team and, and got the information we needed, so that's great. All right, now, before the guards get back, just between you and me because you're the superior officer, what do you want to do? I trust him. I think let's help him. Vigro, well, both of you guys do know this. You don't have to roll, pro roll protocol. This is really against regulations. Right. Just, yeah, I, I, just, I know it was obvious, but I had to say it. Go ahead. So uh, I'm pretty sure, uh, at least my impressions of the captain, you know, if, we tell her, you know, we made a deal that you know, he'd tell us what he knew so long as you know we were on the transport with him. We can be on there. Do you want to tell the captain and see if she's okay with us helping him? Do we need to pull, you know, Team Coconut together for this? Uh, I, 
it would be my impression that the captain is going to go by the book. Mm-hmm. I think bringing Team Coconut in could be good. Um, we might need to argue the logic of this approach with Kelvac. Okay. But I, I but I, I think the the logic is sound because if we've got a someone who's going away for a crime they didn't commit and the real perpetrators are walking free, I think the logic is pretty sound. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not good with logic, outside from convincing him to do a mind meld with the Klingon. Do you have any ideas on how we can make sure he's on our side? Well, I would hope his confidence in us would be enough. His confidence in you may be enough. All right. Let's uh, let's go talk to him and uh, make sure we're there when it happens. I think that sounds good. Okay, okay. we'll go back to the bridge. You had a five, Onal? Okay, That's yes. Okay. Yeah, you had a five. Um, you're still scanning. Um, Just keep scanning, scanning. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, like, mechanically speaking, to find, like, a cloaked vessel, mm-hmm. they have stealth, which is twice their Sam's rating. So... To roll a five, they could they could roll up to eight or ten, so they could be above it, mechanically speaking. So you're not sure if there's vessels out there. Um, nothing's changed. You did find where there was a, a raider outpost, and you could mark it for for future stuff. But Ooh. not that the Federation is going to be here very often. This is kind of in, you know an unofficial neutral zone when it's not a neutral zone. Uh, Kelvec, would you want to be on the bridge or meditating? Uh, like this whole time, what have I been doing? Yes. I think meditating. Okay, so you're Definitely. on shift. Okay, so uh, yeah. the, the shift was originally Cant, not Canton, Vigral and Onal on the bridge. Cant, uh, Kelvec has the shift off, and technically Canton had the shift off. So there's other people on the bridge and things. <laughs> Canton and Vigrel, how are you going to go about what your plan is? You know who's on shift, who's not. But right. So what I'm thinking is, first of all, you know, prisoner transfer. It makes sense to have the chief of security to be mm-hmm. on that. But I'm thinking also, if we know he's off duty, we could swing by his talk, his quarters and talk to him. That makes sense. We can probably uh, argue for... Onal probably knows Klingon culture better than anybody else here, so I'm pretty sure we can convince people that you know we need him, that maybe when... He would be useful for the interaction. First, yeah. yeah. So, and the uh, captain's I, probably going to turn to me for who to send on the um, shuttle anyway. Okay, um, and I go and you know maybe uh, inspect the, tr- the shuttle and maybe get some supplies uh, loaded on that while you uh, talk to everybody else. Yeah, that that sounds good. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, give yourself an aspect Canton of supplied ship, just something around those things like supplied supplied shuttlecraft or whatever. I, I well, basically what I want to do is make sure there's you know all supplies including food and weapons and 
whatnot that we might need for whatever this is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just give yourself an aspect, and you can use that later if it comes up. Good deal. It'll be good. Uh, Vigril, where are you doing? Are you going to try to get um, Onal first, or Kelvec, or anything else? I'll probably swing by and talk to Kelvec first. Okay. You know, stop by there on the, my way back to the bridge. Okay. That is... You guys go. Okay, so I come up and ring the doorbell. Are you ringing my bell? Yeah. Oh. Oh, also, Kelvec, you have three fate points. You have two oh. because of your refresh, and you have an extra one because somebody is a rank above you. So you have three. Oh, fancy. Enter. Okay, so I enter and uh, wait for the door to close behind me. and Greetings, Commander. What Kelvec? is... Mr. Kelvec? Taylor? I was just going to say, uh, what is your meditation scene like? Is it like Star Trek Wrath of Two Khan in the darkness with some candles? What Describe your meditation. Got some Yanni playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's uh, dimly lit. I have some Vulcan mood, pan flute, flute music, or yeah, I have something like that. Uh, Playing softly over intercom. Illumination is set to about 40%, I would say. A couple, there's one candle that I have seated out in front of me on the table, and I am sitting on the floor in a a Vulcan Buddha-like position. And I've been staring into the candle, into the flame. Crisscross applesauce? Yes. Then I look up as the commander enters. Greetings, how may I help you? Uh, sorry to disturb your uh, off shift, but um, I stopped by. I know you're not aware of this. Um, we are actually out here making a prisoner transfer, and this is strictly confidential at this point. Our prisoner, you may remember Craig from the Academy. Professor Craig, yes. Yes. Give me a well, context roll, Kelbeck, real quick. Just in case you may actually know. I just X'd out my contacts so I could have my protocol, too. <laughs> nice. Damn it. Well, one. Okay, yeah, you don't know. Continue. So, Commander Craig has been accused of being a traitor and to both Federation and the Klingon Empire. Well, Kenton and I were just down speaking with him, and we have reason to believe that he has been set up, and I'm coming, um, we're looking for your help, because he knows a person who can exonerate him, and so we're going to try to make a move when we're transporting him in order to make contact with that person. Why was the professor accused of this? Well, it was information of his that was taken by some Romulans. Am I telling this right? What you believe. He didn't tell you much information besides that he knows how to trap the person who's been giving information. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
He, you guys didn't really ask. <laughs> <laughs> Romulans had some information of it that he was privy to. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it was information that was under his care that, of course, as you can imagine, him loudly boasting about to someone, um, they got privy to and then proceeded to, it seemed, um, proceeded to take that information and then share it, and so it looks like, of course, that it came from him. Okay. And how was he found out? Do I have that information? <laughs> <laughs> you did not ask. <laughs> um, that information has not been revealed to me. So what is happening now? Why has he led you to believe? What about his uh, denial of this accusation leads you to believe him? Well, I know him to be a man of honor, and based on our interaction with him, I trust him. Farewell, Commander. Hmm? What are we to do about this? Well, I, I've come here to ask you for your assistance. Um, we are going to be acting without the captain's knowledge because it is my belief that the captain is, it would not benefit us to reveal this to the captain because the captain plays things pretty well by the book. And But if Craig goes down for this, there's still going to be a threat to Federation security. So, and I know this puts all of us at risk, but it's for the Federation, and it's for the greater security of the Federation. Is the information that he is holding that that vital? Well, it's not necessarily just about the information that he has, but if he goes away, the people who are actually taking the information and sharing it with the enemy are still going to be out there. And he claims to be able to... He claims to know a way to catch them and determine who it is to end this threat. And Captain Takara... Oh yeah, I made up her name. <laughs> nice. And Captain Takara is... or is determined not to see your reasoning on this. I think that it's likely. Do you have an approached her? Well, if I approach her and she does not see eye to eye, then it would make it difficult for us to pull this off. And if you don't approach her, then you won't have to risk her saying no. Well, if we go down, I will take full responsibility. I do not believe that the captain... We'll see it that way. I will add, you saying you'll take full responsibility, Vigril, any social consequences that anybody would take would mm -hmm. instead be transferred over to you. Just so you know. Okay. Perhaps we should at least voice our our hesitancy our, with the captain. That's not... About, about just turning in the professor. That's not a bad idea. I mean, we can test the waters with the captain and see what the captain says. 
I mean, we don't have to reveal everything to the captain, but we can get a sense of where the captain would be. Perhaps she would see reason on this. She knows the professor. Or does she know the professor? Does she know the professor? Give me a context check. Uh. <laughs> I have a one. Zero. Uh, for a one, you're not even sure if they know each other. She's been on this spaceship for a while. He's been at the academy for a while. You don't know. Well, it was the only Klingon at the academy, right? Yeah. So I mean, he. Well, well, he was, yeah, he's the only. Has academy some measure there. of notoriety, and this well, was years ago. Yeah, but but the question, you know, we don't know if the captain was in the academy when he was teaching, or you know, the captain might oh. know of him, but not actually know him. It's more likely she knows of him, not him personally. Right. Very well. We know the Professor personally. We've had interactions with the Professor. Perhaps we can... We are uniquely suited to persuade Captain Takara of the Professor's innocence and honor. Yeah, we can we can approach the captain, but let's not give her too much information if she seems resistant to the idea. Very well, Commander. I will let you take the lead on any duplicity that is needed. Duplicity. <laughs> Thank you for listening to episode 18 of our Star Trek Fate Adventures. If you'd like to hear other episodes, you can do that at burneverythinggaming.podbean.com. We also have game reviews as well as other one-shots and other things. You can check us out there for extra information. If you'd like to leave us some comments, questions, thoughts, ideas, hate mail, any of the good stuff, you can do that at our website at burneverythinggaming.com or our email at burneverythinggaming.com at gmail.com we also have the twitters and the facebooks and all the good things you can listen to more at itunes and stitcher we're all over the internet you can do the googles and the bings if you like to support us either help us get better equipment maybe like artists and things which would be awesome you can do that at the patreon you can look that up either way we'd love to hear from you hope you enjoy you